Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to learn how to grow, how to become an even more amazing version of you, and to connect into a community of like-minded people who are all walking this path and aren't afraid to share the highs and the lows of chasing your dreams. I'm so glad you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, 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 beautiful people. Monica Ferguson here and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination. This week, it's me and this episode is going to be for you if you feel like you've been trying and trying and going after your goals and working on things and no matter what, it just doesn't seem to happen. And you keep getting like resistance and blocks and sabotage and stuff like that. I'm going to help you to unpack some of the reasons why that could be happening. And some of these things are at the unconscious level, which were things that totally transformed me and my life and my results. And some of them are going to be conscious, right? So let's jump in here. All right. So number one, the upper limit problem. There is a phenomenal book called The Big Leap, which I highly recommend you all read. And in it, they talk about the upper limit problem, which is basically thing like a glass ceiling that we've got on us in terms of how, how high we want to go, right? How comfortable we are receiving. And what happens is that this is unconscious, right? So our unconscious mind has one job to keep us safe. And so the unconscious mind loves it when we stay in the zone of, of comfort, of safety, because it knows how to protect us. So what we've got in our current life, it's comfortable with that because it knows what to do. So it knows what to do with the level of love we have, the, the level of money, the level of success, the level of visibility, all of these things. It knows how to protect us. So what happens when we start setting goals and moving out of our comfort zone? Well, there's going to be some resistance, right? Our mind is not going to like that at all because it's trying to keep us safe. It doesn't know how to protect us from the unknown. So this upper limit problem is actually where we've got like a threshold for, you know, let's say your threshold is $60,000 a year and you're like, right, your mind is happy with that because it knows what the $60,000 version of you is like. And all of a sudden you want to make $200,000 a year. Well, it's not just going to let you go. It's going to push back. <laughs> and what happens is this upper limit problem caps you until you shift that belief and that limit. And so, so often what, what happens, and they speak about this in the book, is that you might have this amazing success in one area of your life and then another area might crumble. Because if you only believe that you're worthy of a certain amount of happiness and success, you might get the money and your relationship might fail. Because it's actually your unconscious belief that this is what I'm comfortable at. This is my level of happiness that I'm willing to receive. And until you shift that limit and the cap that you've put on, it's going to be really hard for you to break through that. right? And this is so important for us to understand because one of the things that I wish that people talked about more on this you know, personal development, goal, spiritual, entrepreneurial journey is actually the discomfort that arises as we leave our comfort zone. Because, you know, 
I've had this happen so many times where I'm leaving my level of comfort and I just start getting resistance and it's it feels like anxiety and I might stop sleeping and I get really afraid like really afraid and scared and insecure and all these old things start coming up I'm like what the heck and it's because it's my my mind trying to pull me back to comfort right and so this is one thing that we've got to be so aware of is that as we expand our goals and our vision we've also got to expand our capacity to hold that because, you know, you see these, these people all the time that win lotto and then within three years they've lost everything and more often. So they end up worse off than they were to start. And that's because while they received the money, they didn't expand their capacity to hold it and their, their limit, you know. So what happened is that all that money came in and they didn't know what to do with it and it didn't fit their model of themselves so unconsciously, they were like, sabotage, sabotage, sabotage. We've got to get rid of it. We've got to go back to what's comfortable and what's safe. And that's what happens. And so it's so, so, so important that if we're noticing that we can't seem to break through a certain level, we can't seem to get past a certain dollar amount or, you know, it might be that you keep meeting amazing guys and then on the fifth date, something always happens or something, you know, there's like a pattern. There's something going on under the surface. And more than likely, it's an unconscious belief that this is what you, you know, this is where you are comfortable receiving that. So if that was the case, you know, you can really start to, to delve deep into that and ask yourself, how do I really feel about relationships? Do I feel safe to be in a relationship? Because if it's a pattern, I mean, your unconscious is going to be happy with that because it knows how to keep you safe. If you always have relationships that don't go too far, then your unconscious is awesome. It's like sweet because it knows how to be you, right, in that situation. But in order for you to break through that, we've got to start looking at the limits and the fears that are coming in the way. And that's something that you can start doing straight away with your journaling and trusting those first thoughts and pictures and beliefs that come up. When you ask yourself, how do I really feel? What's really going on? Trust the first things that come to your head. That's your unconscious speaking, right? And the more honest you can be with this, the better your results are going to be. And the more real you can be and, and notice where your conscious mind is jumping in and wanting to say the right thing versus what your actual truth is, right? Because this, this process requires so much compassion because often what's actually going on in our mind is not what we wanted, but it's, it's always for a purpose. You know, at some point, every belief that we have was there to serve us. Everything the mind does is with a positive intent. So we can actually be grateful for the fact that we're safe and we're alive and we're just dealing with outdated beliefs now. That's all that is. So that's number one, the upper limit problem. Okay. Number two, parts conflict this is my favorite thing I love this so so much so parts conflict is where a part of you wants something and a part of you doesn't or a part of you thinks this and a part of you thinks that so for example I'm going to talk about money because this is one that almost everyone can relate to right let's say that a part of you thinks that having it having a million dollars is so exciting and so amazing and then a part of you thinks that only greedy people have money 
And that part is unconscious. And so often, this is what's happening, where we have these beliefs that are lurking beneath the surface that didn't even come from us, right? So often it's something that you picked up from your, you know, your parents or something when you were a little kid. And it's this belief that's lurking under the surface. And this is the problem though, right? That even though it's lurking under the surface, the unconscious mind is responsible for 85% of your thoughts, which means that you're battling the 15% that you actually want is fighting the 85% that you don't want. So we need to bring these parts back together because we can actually change them. And then they're not an issue anymore. And they're not fighting each other, right? And the different parts of our mind fighting each other takes up a lot of mental energy for a start, but also it's blocking us from receiving what we actually want. And again, that's another example of just an outdated belief, right? So the the reason you took that belief on is because your parent taught you that. Or you had an experience where you believed that only greedy people have money or money is bad or, or whatever it may be. It's crazy the stuff that's lurking down there. <laughs> Honestly, I um, when I was doing a lot of this work on myself around money, especially money mindset, I couldn't believe one of the beliefs that came back, which was that money ruins everything. And I was like, what? And then I was shown, so again, we trust the first things that come up, right? Boom, I was shown certain scenes from childhood. And so my internal representation of money it believed that if you have money, you lose your family. And so my mind, again, trying to protect me and keep me safe, wanted me to keep my family. So it was blocking me from getting money because, you know, it wanted me to have the good things. And this is the thing, it's, it's intention is good, right? But that's an outdated belief. But in order for me to shift that, I needed to address that, that belief that I didn't even know was there. I had no idea that was there because consciously I was like, woo, money, let's get it, you know? Um, and this is the power of the unconscious mind. And it's why I absolutely love working with NLP because we can shift this stuff. And when we shift it, it's gone forever. It's not a conscious thing that we have to keep putting effort into all the time and trying to think this and trying to be positive. There's no trying about it, you know? We just like, basically what I did was I took the part of me that, really desired money and thought it was awesome and the part of me that thought money ruined everything and I did some magical NLP stuff and brought them back together which means that that conflict no longer exists within me which means that guess what because our external world is always reflecting back to us what's going on within us boom money honey without actually taking any extra action because all of a sudden my beliefs aligned my it was it was congruent so I'm my unconscious now aligned with my conscious belief and focus and vision board and all of that stuff so this is really important parts like when we look at parts conflict that we don't go into that state of toxic positivity and I know it's really easy to, and, and often we, we say these things to try and make ourselves feel better, like, oh, you know, but everything's working out for, you know, reason and stuff. And yeah, that's all true. But if we are just focused on the positives and we're ignoring things that are going on underneath, we're not going to get different results. Just thinking positive things does not get results, right? So if we're noticing that there's a pattern where we just can't seem to break through with money or love or whatever it may be, 
then we keep getting really scared to put ourselves out there. And that keeps happening no matter what we do. There's something deeper going on. And so trying to be positive about something that's not working isn't going to change it. We have to rip it out, right? Oh, shit, there's a problem. Let's sort that out. What's going on here? And guess what? This is, you know, what we refer to in spirituality as shadow work. Where all of a sudden we shine our light on the shadow. It's not scary anymore when we look at it, but we spend all this time running from it. And again, money is a huge one, a huge thing that we do this with where people are too afraid to look at their bank accounts and they make it this big, scary thing. They're like, oh, and then they finally look at them and they're like, ah, this isn't even that bad. Or, Or even the exact opposite. Like, oh, I've got way more than I thought. And then all of a sudden you take the power out of it. Right. But it's that the few seconds of courage, to look at stuff and feel stuff and sit with the discomfort and to be honest about what's going on. And this is where, you know, our self-compassion kicks in because do you know how many people actually face their shit and feel their problems and, and feel their real emotions? Hardly anyone. It is way easier to spiritually and emotionally bypass with other things. And that's why so many people aren't getting the results that they want or they quit, or they just barely scrape by. And you're not called to have a barely scraping by life. You're called for abundance. You're listening to a podcast called World Domination. (laughs) You know, we don't dominate the world by being broke. And we, we dominate the world by being so abundant that we can serve others, that we overflow. Right? Do you agree? So that's parts conflict, right? So number one was the upper limit problem. Number two was a parts conflict. And I really recommend you guys take a note of these and journal about them. If there's anything in particular that's actually jumping out as I speak to you, make a note about it and journal about it later. Because unconsciously, your, your unconscious knows what you need to hear and it will draw it to you, right? So if there's anything in particular that jumps out, highly recommend making a little journal session for yourself later and asking yourself some questions about it and just free writing and see what comes out and you'll shock yourself. It's, it's incredible. Okay. So number three, that you have some beliefs working against you. So like I was just talking about with parts conflict. So parts conflict is where we have beliefs that are opposing each other. Right. But then there's also where we just have a belief that's working against us. And again, I talk about money and I want to share a story with you, a conversation that I had with someone a little while ago and we were speaking about her business and and how far the team had come and what their next level goals were and all that sort of thing. And, And she said, oh, and she said it like a throwaway comment. She said, oh, but it's not like I want to be a millionaire or anything. And I said, what? You don't want to be a millionaire? She said, oh, no, of course I do. And it was really interesting to observe because what can you see, what could you guess and predict about her current financial situation just knowing that, that that's her belief, right? You can see already that unconsciously there's something, there's a story or a narrative or a belief that somehow suggests, like she was holding shame for wanting money. So there's something, there's a conflict going on within her where it's like, I don't even know what the belief was. I didn't even go into it at this point. But I can absolutely guarantee you that there is a belief 
that it's bad to want money or that money, you know, there's something shameful about money. And so guess what? The unconscious mind, which is responsible for 85% of our thoughts, is going to block us. So even though eventually she said, oh, no, I do want it, though, which part is bigger, right? If she's holding on to shame and she thinks that it's bad to have money or whatever, that money is bad or money makes you greedy or you're selfish for having money, then your brain, your mind does not want you to be a selfish, greedy, evil person. So it's going to block you from having money. And this is, again, the courage for us to be honest with ourselves and be like, shit, no matter how hard I try, it's just not, it's just not happening. There's something wrong. Like for us to actually, you know, bring that to your session, I'm having real issues with money. Okay, sweet. Let's crack into that. Do you know how much time it would save me as a coach if people had this much self-awareness? Honestly, if I didn't have to dig and find stuff, if people could be like, these are the areas that I'm getting blocked in amazing right how amazing and how much more time we could spend actually shifting the problem instead of figuring out what the problem is it's powerful stuff it's so powerful and so for us getting really clear on what are the beliefs working against us and so often what I find with the entrepreneurs that I work with is it's fear of rejection it's fear of what other people think it's fear of not being good enough um And so that manifests itself as not wanting to show up online, not wanting to put ourselves out there, not wanting to talk to people about what we do, all that stuff. And so, again, to notice, observe within yourself, even if you spend the next 24 hours really observing where there is resistance within yourself. There are things that you know that you should be doing that are going to move you towards your goal. Where is the resistance and why? And ask yourself that, why, why is this showing up? Where is this coming from? And trust, your unconscious mind knows exactly why. So let's say you ask yourself, why is this resistance coming up? And your unconscious mind says, because I'm afraid. Okay, why am I afraid? Because I don't want people to laugh at me. Okay, and at that point, you'll probably be able to start pinpointing where that came from. So often, our mind will actually throw up a picture or um, something like an experience that happened years ago and it created because it it was trying to protect you right so it was like if I never put myself out there ever again then I'll never get hurt and I'll never feel bad like this again so it tries to stop you from putting yourself out there but of course the moment that you tried to start a business which requires being seen that belief is now getting triggered or that that strategy to protect you is now getting triggered So that's now an example of an outdated belief, right? That served you for a while. It saved you. It protected you from getting hurt. But now we get to shift it. Yep. Is this all making sense? I hope. So important for us to be really honest. Really honest. And there is a real need to check our egos at the door when we do this work. And to check our self-judgment at the door. And I've, you know, I've seen this with people. If if people have this massive ego and they they don't want to um like ju- they don't want to feel judged or or they're judging themselves more often than not, like to actually ad- admit that shit, I'm not doing as well as I, I expected makes them feel bad, right? So instead of saying, Oh, I feel really bad, they go, No, it's all working, da-da-da-da. 
I mean, we're not going to change. We're not going to get the change or the transformation that we want if we're not willing to first be really open with ourselves about what's truly going on. That's the thing. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And that's why self-love, self-compassion, these things are so important. And again, how many people do that? How many people have the courage to sit with their shadow parts and the parts that are really hard and painful and often trigger a lot of emotion and maybe brings, it might bring up a lot of feelings of unworthiness and not being good enough. And that was me, man. I've cried myself through so many, you know, boxes of Kleenex and so many journals to get to this point. And I would do it all again in a heartbeat because it all had to go. It all had to go. And there's something really beautiful that happens when you experience this is that you can hold space for other people because you just realize that it's all part of the process it's all part of the journey and especially those of us who have been through a lot of trauma or abuse or whatever it may be you know our mind had to work really hard to protect us and so so many of these beliefs and these things that we're holding on to at the unconscious level were set up to keep us safe and I found that that was one of the things that really moved me in doing a lot of this work. And even now, I'm constantly discovering things that I just, it makes me cry. Even thinking about it makes me cry. Um, that, you know, me being this little kid that needed so much protection that my, my mind just tried to shut down everything just to keep me safe or to give me a shot at, at being happy breaks my heart you know and it makes me even more determined to to do this work and and to help other people shift this stuff because I mean how worthy if you've been through if you've been to hell and back how worthy are you of finally receiving abundance and happiness and success so worthy like and all of us all of us have had experiences that broke us and hurt us and ripped us to shreds and yet you could be doing anything right now and you're sitting here listening to this, learning how to better yourself, learning how to grow, taking responsibility. You're freaking incredible. This is the minority of the world that do this sort of work. So congratulations. And no one is more worthy of this, all right? So let's continue. Okay, number four. <laughs> Patience. Yeah, my favorite word, my favorite word. Um, Yeah, divine timing is a thing. It truly is. And it can be annoying as shit at times. But what's really interesting is that the further along you go, the more you realize that actually everything is always working out. Like I, that was one thing that at the start, I felt like everything was taking forever to happen. I was like, oh my God, how much more do I have to do? Like that, and that was my mindset, lack, impatience, frustration. So guess what? Am I in alignment? Am I a match energetically for what I'm calling in? No, (laughs) I was crabby and I was cranky and I wanted all the things. And I think one thing too is to be mindful of is really not comparing ourselves to anyone else's timeline because it's really easy to get on social media and see everyone's success. And these are people that might be seven years ahead of us and to feel like, Oh, like I should be there. I should have this by now. How come they have this and I don't have this. It's really easy to do that. And we've got to remember that the universe 
knows the perfect way and the perfect time to bring our desires to us. It does. It knows way better than we do. And so often it's our ego, right, that gets impatient or um, <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't see the whole path. We don't know all the things that need to happen for us to become the person that can hold our next level desires. And that was one of the things, you know, with me that it makes me laugh now. The amount of times that I just had, I'd get really frustrated and angry and be like, screw this, like I'm done. And I always let myself feel that. I let myself get angry and have an angry journaling session, get frustrated. And then I'd get it out, right? I'd get that angry energy out. And then I'd go back into a state of alignment. I'm not going to sit there and try and, you know, toxic positivity away my anger. If I'm angry and frustrated, I'm allowed to be. If I'm doing that all the time, that's not useful. But if I, I'm allowed to get fucking angry and write an angry journal prompt and rage out, <laughs> rage on the page, and then allow that stuff to shift, right? And because we're talking, what, an hour? If I just sh like shoved that down, that anger and resentment and tried to say, oh, but it's all working out for me, but I didn't actually believe that, what happens? Is that what you resist persists, right? That's going to fester under the surface. There's nothing wrong with emotions. We just want to be mindful of what our dominant emotions are. So what I find is that I honor all my emotions. If I'm sad, I'm sad. If I'm angry, I'm angry. I let that shit out. I release it. And then I come back into my, you know, neutral state, which is gratitude and alignment and excitement and abundance and faith. That's the key. Right. And I think that this is one of the big things that we're not taught how to do is process our emotions. And and often I think that especially in the spiritual community, we're actually afraid of our emotions. I know that I was. I was afraid of my negative emotions. Like I needed to be high vibe and positive all the time, or else I wasn't a match for my for my goals. But what a load of shit. We're human. That doesn't happen. And the quickest way to get back into alignment is to honor all my emotions, right? I mean, yeah, but I so often, you know, I grew up with the whole secret thing where it's like, just think positive thoughts and put things on your vision board and then your car just magically appears in your driveway one day. <laughs> Ta-da! Um, and it lacks a lot of detail, that sort of a description. Um, it doesn't teach us about honoring all the emotions that come up because this is the thing, right? Our unconscious mind is a freaking genius. It knows exactly what needs to shift in order, of, in order for us to become the version of us that can hold our next level desires. So for example, let's say, let's say you have a financial goal and all of a sudden you keep having all these triggers and fears and issues coming up around your finances. Well, that's not an accident. That's not a coincidence. These things are coming up for you to rewrite your beliefs around money, right? And if, if these things didn't come to your attention, you wouldn't know that there was a problem. So everything that comes up, every single thing that comes up is for us. It's to help us evolve and to grow. It's a growth-provoking experience, right? That's what those, these things are. And it can feel like getting punched in the face at the time. But when we can come back to that mindset of knowing that it always works out for us, and again, this takes practice. I did not used to be like this. 
I used to just be like, why, God, why? Like, this is so unfair. Look at all these people that have all these things and you're making me go through all this shit. No. Actually, all of these things were coming up for me because of what I had asked for. (laughs) And now I look back and every time something comes up, I'm just like, all right, let's shift it. Cool. Let's get in there. Another one bites the dust. Um, And especially having these tools, you know, NLP and stuff like that, to be able to shift these things at the unconscious level, they're done, they're gone, they're out. I'm just like, come at me. The every single thing that comes up is I will address it and then it's gone, right? So I'm one step closer to my, my next level desires. Amazing. So this is the thing. If things aren't coming in, and it could also be a matter of timing, right? That we just need to be patient. We just need to wait. That it's not time yet. And the key here is to pay attention to the energy that you are in while you're waiting. If you feel grateful and excited and you look at your vision board every day and it feels so amazing and exhilarating to you and you just you're so grateful that you can actually feel those feelings now and they feel exciting to you about what you're creating then you're in alignment so which means that you're bang on you're absolutely on track so you don't need to worry about the timing right but if you're feeling cranky and ungrateful and negative then there are some things that need to be addressed first. Those are the things that need to be addressed. <laughs> because remember that the version of you that's in alignment with your next level goals is positive and grateful. So it's our job to make sure that we actually identify and shift and transform anything that's in the way. And that's the work, right, that often people don't do is that, They notice all these things start coming up, but it's really fucking uncomfortable or it's really hard or, you know, all of a sudden you notice that you have this instinct that you need to lose like a certain friend or end a relationship. I did this twice. Um, And you're like, what? Yep. (laughs) Would you, you know, I mean, are you willing to do that? If you, if you're, um, yeah, if these things come up, when these things come up, are you willing to have the uncomfortable conversations with people? Or do you just pretend that you don't notice it for like a year? Because that's a whole year that you've delayed, you know, getting your next level goals. But learning to be uncomfortable, you know, when the feelings come up about I feel worthless and nothing, do you just distract yourself by going on social media? Or do you really sit with that? and feel it and cry it out and journal about it and figure out what's going on do you spend some time building yourself up and focusing on all the things that you bring to the world and how you add value and all these sorts of things or do you just pretend that it's not there because that is coming up for a reason how are you gonna achieve your next level goals if you don't feel worthy and that's the thing you need to feel worthy of your goals to receive them so that's actually a gift to you, right? The universe is like, right, here you go. Once you sort this out, I can start delivering things to you. But if you're like, no, nope, don't want to do that, too hard, too uncomfortable, then how are you meant to receive them? <laughs> and this is the stuff that we so often don't talk about, right? When we see people living their best lives on social media and stuff and 
we don't hear about this stuff. We hear about all the money and the success and, oh, I'm with the love of my life and all this sort of thing. But so often we don't get to hear the full story, which is really important because this is the stuff. This is the stuff that prepares us to receive the goals. You know, we have to clear out anything that's not in alignment. Yeah. Okay, cool. So <clears throat> number five is you're not taking enough action right so part of that action is what we just talked about actually running into our fears our limiting beliefs challenging things confronting things but it's also about taking actual action so we've set our goals we've set our vision board we know what we want do you show up do you tell people about it do you post things online do you build your website do you create a brand do you whatever it may be whatever the things that you're inspired to do as part of your goal do you do them? Because often this is the this is the missing piece, right? It's the law of action is another universal law that we have to actually take action as well. We have to actually move towards it. And often, and again, this is something that we're not great at talking about, I think, is that that is not always going to be easy or comfortable. Like, you know, like I, I often speak about the example of this podcast. I knew that I had to create it and it felt exciting to me. It felt good to me. And then when I actually, but when I started it, I was terrified, absolutely terrified, shaking, wanting to throw up, like, um, <laughs> you know, um, and that's the thing with every new level this is what happens is that because we're hitting those limits, right? We're moving from our zone of comfort into a new level. And so it's natural that we're going to, we're going to encounter some things some resistance, but our power is in doing it anyway, taking little actions, little steps, even when it's scary, we do it anyway. That's how that is how we create this stuff, right? That we can't just sit back and wait for the universe to bring things into our lives, you know? We have to meet the universe halfway. So we have to, you know, follow those inspired thoughts and watch what happens. And so quickly, I can tell you, when you're, thought, when you're all in alignment like this, when you're conscious and unconscious, is working together and you have a really clear goal and you're taking action, holy shit, the things that you can create and do in such a short time are phenomenal. But again, your courage to move, your courage to take action, your courage to go and talk to people, even if you feel like you, you might be holding on to imposter syndrome feelings or self-doubt or whatever, you know, one of the, the greatest ways to, to work through those thoughts and those fears is by taking action. You prove to yourself what you're, what you're capable of. And then you go and talk to someone about what you do and you get to see how excited they are by it. And you think, oh, and it builds your confidence a little bit, right? Imagine you're doing that over and over again. Every single time I get to coach someone, every single time I have a session, I leave that call feeling on fire and it fires me up and it's like, it gives me that, that reminder of why I do what I do and it's how I can stay up half the night studying things and you know it's like it just turns on that passion 
reminds me what's possible and what I'm capable of and what I can do for other people to show them what they're capable of, you know. But it's like we have to do it. We have to put the things on social media, even if it's scary. Be seen. Put photos out. Take photos. Make a video, depending on what you're doing, of course. But ultimately it's that level of being seen that's that's going to make a big difference. And this is a, a fear that's sitting within many, many people is that they're afraid of being seen because they're afraid they're not good enough. So you can imagine how that manifests, right? If you are unconsciously holding on to a fear that you're not good enough, that it's not safe to be seen, well, your unconscious, which is 85% of your thoughts, is going to win, right? So what it's going to manifest itself as is you trying to put things online and then just getting really anxious or really stressed out or really scared or absolute exhaustion where you can't even function. This is literally what happens. Um, I've heard of people's um, power going down I know I, that happened to me in the early days. All the power would go out in my house or all the internet would go out. It was bizarre. Well, none of my devices would work, but everyone else's would. It's the weirdest thing. Um, but that's the power of it. That is literally the power of, of our energy and our belief. So it's one thing to be really, again, compassionate with ourselves, but also a bit of tough love in this one. When it comes to actually taking action, are we actually taking action or are we kind of waiting for things to happen and then we take action? (laughs) Cause the way the universe works is that we go first and then the universe meets us, right? It's not the other way around. Now I've got that, that can you meet me halfway song in my head? Like I please, this is a very musical podcast, man, all the songs popping into my head. Um, (laughs) but that's it we move and then the universe moves right that's how this works so we have to make sure that we're taking action and really taking action so that is my five so for those of you taking notes number one was the upper limit problem and that book was the big leap by a man called gay hendricks Number two was parts conflict. So that's where a part of you thinks this and a part of you thinks something different, like a conflicting view. Number three was when you have some beliefs working against you. Number four is it's just not time yet. You need to be patient. Number five is that you're not taking enough action. So I would love to hear from you guys. What of these things is resonating for you? Have you had any aha moments as you've been listening? Um, I would love to hear what they were and you know if you guys want support with this you know where I am I can do zoom calls with anyone all around the world um, I have single sessions which are two hours so we can really get into some deep diving and some clarity and then I also have monthly and three monthly options as well which is where just radical transformation happens so yeah always here if you guys want some support to get into this and to shift these things at the unconscious level But congratulations on taking this time for yourself and reflecting even more after this on where you're at and what's going on and and how you can best support yourself to get to your next level. Absolutely phenomenal. Such a, I, yeah, it's such a privilege to be around people 
like this, they have a mindset like this, that are willing to do the work. Absolutely incredible. So I'm so proud of you guys. And um, I hope this has been really useful. And uh, I'm sure that things will continue to pop into your head as you go. That's often what happens with these sorts of conversations. So yeah, let me know. I would love to hear from you guys. Let me know what resonated and what aha moments you came across, came upon. And I will see you guys next week for our next episode. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your aha moments. Please share on your stories and tag me so I can celebrate with you. And be sure to connect with me online. I'm on Instagram at mon3.0 and find me on YouTube by searching Monica Ferguson. Have an amazing week and remember that you are so inherently worthy. You are so loved and you belong. All my love, guys. See you soon.